It's December 21st, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. President Vladimir Zelensky confirmed early this morning that he's on his way to Washington for a meeting with U.S. President Joe Biden for his first foreign trip since the start of Russia's full-scale invasion in late February earlier this year, according to the Kyiv Independent. The visit comes as the U.S. prepares to send a Patriot surface-to-air missile system to Ukraine, the most advanced air defense weapon in its arsenal that Kyiv has been long pleading for, the White House reported. According to the report, the U.S. will provide Ukraine with a Patriot battery which includes up to eight launchers with four to 16 missiles each, depending on the type of munition used. The system is expected to be part of a new $2 billion military aid package that the U.S. plans to unveil today. The BBC is reporting that the Taliban have banned women from universities in Afghanistan. The higher education minister announced the regression yesterday saying it would take immediate effect. The ban further restricts women's education. Girls have already been excluded from secondary schools since the Taliban returned last year. The United Nations and several countries have condemned the order, which takes Afghanistan back to the Taliban's first period of rule when girls could not receive formal education. In my opinion, America has a responsibility to do more for these women. While our war in Afghanistan was not fully successful, we gave a generation of Afghan women hope for a better future, which has been ripped away from them. We have failed so far to resettle enough Afghans in the United States, and this should put more pressure on the administration to accept and resettle more Afghans more quickly. According to Deutsche Welle, Peru declared Mexico's ambassador to Lima, Pablo Monroy, persona non grata yesterday. Monroy was ordered to leave the country within 72 hours, Peru's foreign minister announced. Peru's foreign ministry posted on social media that the ejection of the Mexican ambassador was due to repeated statements from the highest authorities of that country regarding the political situation in Peru. Mexico responded by saying its Lima embassy would continue to operate normally and it was ordering its envoy back. The AP is reporting that Peru's Congress tentatively endorsed a plan yesterday to hold elections in April 2024 rather than the originally scheduled 2026 in a bid to end the political unrest ravaging the country. Elsewhere, according to reporting from Al Jazeera, an anti-terrorism judge in Tunisia has ordered the arrest of former Prime Minister Ali Larayed, vice president of the main opposition, days after the country held a legislative election marked by a very low turnout. The judge's decision, announced on Monday, is linked to a case in which other Anada officials accused of sending Tunisians to fight alongside armed groups in Syria. Anada, which had the largest number of lawmakers in the previous parliament, denounced the move as a political attack 
and called for Lariad, who served as prime minister from 2013 to 2014, to be freed. Only 11.2% of Tunisian voters cast ballots. That is about 1 million voters out of more than 9 million registered. Kenya's The Nation reports that the United Nations Security Council has lifted an arms embargo on the Democratic Republic of Congo, which gives it leeway to buy heavy weapons that they've been yearning for to fight M23 rebels and other groups. The members of the UN Security Council yesterday agreed unanimously that the arms embargo be lifted. Earlier, China and Russia called for the lifting of the embargo to help the DRC protect its territorial sovereignty after losing battles against M23 rebels. The DRC accuses Rwanda of supporting M23 rebels, but Kigali denies the claims. The Congolese government has been urging the UNSC to allow it to buy weapons to fight rebels and other groups that have made the country partly ungovernable. The council also voted to renew the mandate of the UN's DRC peacekeeping mission, MONUSCO, for another year. Political Europe is reporting that the European Union's competition with China's Belt and Road will heat up early next year, with top officials convinced that the new flagship infrastructure projects would offer developing countries a viable alternative. EU officials responsible for the Global Gateway Initiative are finalizing details for the selected projects amid reports that Beijing is slowing investment approvals due to the sluggish global economy. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen called at a recent meeting to bring visibility to the scheme, which aims at mobilizing up to 300 billion euros in public and private funds by 2027 to finance EU infrastructure projects abroad. We want to position Europe in a more competitive international environment. Global Gateway is therefore also about delivering visible results on the ground. The remarks come on top of criticism that the West has repeatedly promised to challenge China's Belt and Road investments, but that the effort is too fragmented and slow. Sam Bankman-Fried will have a hearing today in a Bahamian court on his possible extradition to the U.S. in the coming days to face criminal charges related to the collapse of cryptocurrency exchange FTX, a source familiar with the matter told the Associated Press. In a court in Nassau, Bahamas on Monday, Bankman-Fried's lawyers said he had agreed to be extradited to the U.S., but the necessary paperwork had not yet been written up. It was not immediately clear when Bankman-Fried's extradition would occur once it is approved by the Bahamian court. The 30-year-old could potentially spend the rest of his life in jail. In lighter news from the UPI, a cat who disappeared on New York's Long Island is on her way to a reunion after she was found 10 years later. Richard Price said his family's cat, Mimi, was being cared for at his sister-in-law's home in Miller Place in 2012 when the feline fled. The town of Brookhaven Animal Shelter said a malnourished cat with badly matted fur was recently brought in by a member of the public. It felt like a shield of armor, that's how bad she was matted, Supervisor Linda Clamp told NBC New York. 
The cat was cleaned up and scanned for a microchip, identifying her owner as Price, who now lives in Spain. If only she could talk and tell us what she's been through, Price said. Price said Mimi will spend a few weeks in the care of a relative before he and his wife visit Long Island next month to bring the cat to her new home overseas. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, I spoke with Josh Schrader, author of a recent op-ed in Inkstick titled A New U.S.-Africa Partnership Must Start with Diplomacy. If you aren't a member, go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.